What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions of the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Zach Schlein, who is a co-founder of Filter Off. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Uh, I'm good. Everything's good. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about Filter Off. For people that don't know what it is, what are you working on? Yeah, so Filter Off is a video speed dating app that offers virtual events as well as a matchmaker service. So let's say I was single, which I'm not, but let's say I was, um, Mm -hmm. how would I get on? Is it like an app? How does it work? I guess the user experience for someone wanting to try it out. Yeah, sure. So it's available for iOS and Android. Uh, So you install the app, you go through the onboarding, and then you can either choose to join a virtual event or opt into the matchmaking service. So I'll walk you through each. So the virtual event, it's based off your location, or it could also be an interest-based event. So for example, let's say you're in New York, and you see an event called Runner Lovers. It's for people that love to run. So you RSVP to that event. One hour before the event begins, FilterOff will send you a text to confirm your attendance. You confirm the attendance, and it'll schedule your dates. So you'll see your upcoming dates. So you may have one day to eight, one day eight to three, one at 806 and so on and so forth. And you could actually learn a little bit about your dates beforehand. So the photo is blurred, but you could see their fun facts, their bio. And when the date begins, it says start date. You click start date and you're entered into a FaceTime style video speed date. And at the end of the date, you choose whether you like each other or not. And if it's a match, you're entered into a match. We could send in-app messages, video messages, or jump back on to a video chat. So that's the virtual events. And then the matchmaking service, it's super curated based off your preferences, and we'll put you into a chat with someone where you could then set up a video speed date on your own time. And is this all, is this all virtual? Or like, is this, like, are you finding that because we're in the climate that we're in, people are like, quote unquote, dating people outside of the geography? Or is it, is it still based on geography? So we run events that are location-based, but then we also have global nights. So we've recently partnered with an organization called Meet You, and they'll run uh, filter off events. It's a Jewish organization. So there'll be people in Israel, people in LA, people in New York, and that's a fun event. And um, again, I think more people will choose to date in their geography, but sometimes people are open to uh, relocating. um, And it's also just mixes it up. I'm curious, are you familiar with Hillel International? Yeah, so I'm from. So I was like really involved with Hillel when I went to uh, Syracuse University. Um, so, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I was involved with Hillel uh, at Arizona State, and the reason I ask is I feel like if you like 
you feel like you could get these in the hands of organizations like Hillel and like, you know, all sorts of really any religion agnostic, but like mm-hmm. organizations like that, I feel like they would mm-hmm. just like totally just share this with like, with, sure. with their people. Yeah. And we, we give a lot of these events for free. Um, these private events. So you get, we basically, let's say hello is interested. Uh, they would get a RSUP code that they could distribute uh, to their people that are into Hillel and it's just a cool way for like-minded singles to date virtually. So why did you, why did you decide to get started with this? I guess I'd love to hear a little bit yeah. about the origin story. Yeah. So I've been obsessed with online dating. I'm 30 probably for like 10 years and just the ability to connect romantically through technology has always been really fascinating to me and it's super efficient and it goes outside your friend circle. And I think people are just interesting and everyone has their own little thing. So I would online date, but I realized there was a lot of issues with online dating. Like you would swipe a lot. it take a lot of time to swipe. Then you get a match. Then you send messages back and forth. And oftentimes they don't message you back or the messaging just dies out. But then like, let's say you get their number, then you have to then set up a date. And then when you finally get on the date, you may realize like two minutes in, this is not a fit. Maybe they don't look like what you thought they would look like, or you just don't have chemistry. So it was a really long funnel. And I was like, this is super inefficient. And probably about four years ago, I'd ask women like, hey, do you mind if we just jump on like a FaceTime before we meet in person? Most actually said no. Um, I would say like a third would say yes. Some were cool with phone calls because it's a little less vulnerable. Um, And it is more authentic than texting. But video is like the sweet spot of authenticity and efficiency. And Filter Off was really the app I always wanted to use and started building it with my two co-founders, with one co-founder, we added another um, two years ago. And um, we got out of beta one month before the pandemic and then really took off with a lot of coverage and just hitting our stride. So good timing. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. And how did you, how did you make some of your product decisions? I think with dating, like there's tons of apps, most of them suck and their, their, their goal is their end goal is all the same, but it sounds like you've, you've, you've approached it in a kind of an interesting way. Uh, and it's almost like opinionated, you can say, how do you think about building products and, and shipping features that what are what you envision, but also align with what users want? I guess, how do you think about what features to ship? Yeah. So I think it has to come down to the core vision, which is for us dating made easy and efficiency and authenticity and being always video first, like no swiping whatsoever. <clears throat> so I think when you have that core core vision, the products, will, the features will come. And a lot of it's feedback from users. Like we will, I guess the, the process was in the beginning, it was more like a chat roulette-esque where it was like 7 p.m. Everyone came on and it just felt like you didn't have a vibe on like who that person was beforehand. So there was like workflow. We've been doing this for two years and we've added workflows to make it feel very human, like an experience. Like you get to see, learn a bit about the person before going on a date. And then we were like, let's just, instead of the 7 p.m. thing and people we realize are super flaky. They don't show up. There's a lot of issues. And we were like, why don't we just do events? Like allow them to choose a time. And then we pivoted again to like, pure event UI. And then we were like, well, let's, aside from events, it'd be really cool if you're in like a smaller town, you don't have an event in your area. How do we set them up? What about like a matchmaker? 
So it's, it's that intersection of like offline and online dating, even though our app is all online, but it's inspired off of online human interaction. And I think when you have that mindset, the features come and we listen to users. Like users will give feedback that are very loud um, and we make those decisions based off that. And how do you, like you, you've been doing it for two years. You can't, went out of beta before the pandemic. Like how, how do you get the word out about it? Is, I feel like there's a million ways you can market a dating app and like all of them are probably just as fun. How do you, how do you get distribution? How do you spread the word about, about, about filter off? Yeah. So it's been a hundred percent organic. We do zero paid since we're bootstrapping at this time. And um, I'm running, I do all the marketing sales. My other two co-founders are engineers. Um, and one of them also does the design and it's really just been a lot of press. Uh, so the New York times covered us, the BBC covered us and it's a great product. I think what it comes down to is like, if you have an awesome product, like marketing can only go so far. And, um, like we are the number one video first dating app on the market, like hands down, it's super stable. The workflows are really efficient. And I think we just hit the nail on the head, but we're always iterating. But, um, aside from that, now these like organizations are joining, creating private events. So I think if you really make it about the user and allow them to feel like they're part of a community, like a community within a community, right? Like, so like Meet You, like they're part of the Meet You community, but it's hosted on Filter Up. So it's a win-win. And we get these users, they get an amazing experience and romantically meet. So I think when you have that vision it just continues and then like the other things, word of mouth, SEO, content, we've done a lot of that and it, it's led to acquisition of users, but um, yeah. And are, do you have any tactics or um, kind of ideas on how you've gotten press? I, 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 I've been in, I've worked for companies that have gotten press. I myself have like not gone through the effort to try to get press. Is it something that you try to get? Does it just happen to you? How does press work? Yeah, so we've been in about 65 publications since April. So I do all the PR and um, I've just, my, I don't really want to say my formal backgrounds in PR, but I've really learned how to reach out to journalists, how to pitch a story that's newsworthy because you can reach out to 500 journalists and if it's a crappy pitch, no one's going to pick it up. So I think you have to think like them. You have to target the right individuals. So I've just been doing this for a while and I've just gotten really good at it. And I've had other projects in the past and this is like, this startup is the first one that I'm like, wow, I'm so excited about it. Like this can be the next way. I mean, I really believe the next way of new paradigm of online dating. So a lot of the skills I've learned in other projects I've brought to filter off. So I just continue to grow and learn and yeah. And like, what would you say if you had to, like, so you, you said your two co-founders are engineering side, you're handling the, the business and, and kind of all things on that. And how does, what's an average day look like for you? Like you, you, it sounds like you're doing a lot of different things. Can you kind of explain to people listening on an average day? Like how do you split it up? Yeah. So I want to also mention the three of us all have day jobs and we do this in the evenings, weekends, and we're obsessed about that. But I mean, we're on Slack. And we're all very self-sufficient, but I think we have a really, really strong team. Like we really care about each other and we work really well off one and with one another. And I think like timing is super important and team is like tremendously important. And yeah, I mean, we will talk about ideas. I'll talk about marketing ideas with my founders, but I'm the one who has to 
execute. I'm the one who has to pitch. I'm the one who has to acquire new users. It's on me to grind, to hustle, to experiment with different types of strategies. And then same thing with like, um, like during kind of like the sprint of building out new features. So right now we're building a robust preferences. So it, it basically enhances matchmaker. But after we do that, we're going to look at all the ideas that we had during this last sprint in this, and then we will reorganize our quote unquote like backlog and think about what are the top priorities that will really move the needle. So that's kind of how we work together. And let's say, you know, it, it all works out. It becomes, it, it becomes a massive success, you know, in 10, 15 years. And it's this thing that like everyone uses. What does that look like? Or I guess in other words, what would you say is the big vision for filter off and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah. I think one thing to keep in mind, what's interesting about the dating industry, it's not a winner take all industry. Like the average person will have multiple dating apps on their phone. They may have a Tinder, if they're Jewish, maybe a J swipe, a Bumble, a Hinge, and that's okay. And, and that's the beauty of online dating. Each dating app has their own little niche. Maybe they'll add a new feature. Like you've seen a, recently, they add video posts as a feature, but we're not just adding a feature. We're literally an experience. People are doing their makeup beforehand, drinking a glass of wine on these events. You can't be using filter off while you're on the toilet. So it's a different experience. But what I see is that we are the go-to video dating app video. And I want to say video first dating, because that's a interest, like that's an important distinction to make. And it's really about just meeting people. And it's like, when you want to be in a relationship, you'll think of filter off. When you want to actually meet someone and have that efficiency and authenticity, I want you to think of filter off. And that's what it's all about. And then to make that happen, you'll need some help. You'll need tons of users, relationships. Mm -hmm. You'll need, you know, employees down the line, maybe mm -hmm. investors. Mm -hmm. And you'll definitely need help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, looking for users, raising money? How can we assist? Yeah, so we are raising money. And we are obviously always looking for new users. And if you're an organization, whether you're a nonprofit, a brand, a religious organization, and you want to run a private event, feel free, please reach out and we can make that happen for you. So yeah, just spread the word and help people fall in love. And if someone wanted to um, get in touch and like, you know, is interested in like trying out the app, um, you know, connecting you with an investor, how, um, how can they do that? I guess, what's your URL? What's the app name? Is it, you know, yeah. I guess, how can they get in touch? Yeah. So the website's getfilteroff.com. If you search filter off, we come up. Um, we're on iOS and Android where there's a contact us in there as well. And if you look me up, Zach Schlein, it's a very accessible, lots of different ways of getting in touch and, yeah, I, I mean, it's exciting and um, we're always open to like having people to support us and to support you as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt.